Well, actually, let me get them. Already after four great weeks of NFL action, we're about to bring you some great quarter of the season awards, um, breakdowns of week four games, a little bit of other interesting info. Matthew Stafford might be racist. Ooh, Whoa. We'll get into it. But we got to get some business out the way. This is, of course, Old Brother of the Podcast, and I'm, of course, your host, Coop. I'm your co-host, Big O. Let's get right to it. Quarter of the season awards, we had uh, some pretty interesting outcomes come uh, week four. We uh, had a nice little beatdown of the Commanders by the Cowboys in week four. You want to talk about that, Big Bone? I, I, I really don't. Uh, but since you brought it up, I guess we can we can talk about it. Um, Carson Wentz has regressed week after week. It's been I'm honestly sad to see. I don't know what the offense has turned into. The defense was never it. We actually lead the league in big plays, which is plays that are 20 yards or more. Okay. I think Dallas had like seven in that game alone. It was it was pathetic. Wow. Cooper Rush was looking like Drew Brees. I'm hearing y'all corners pathetic. are very trash and y'all secondary. Our corners are very trash. Um, according to a source, uh, we had uh, Pac-Man Jones on the radio cooking William Jackson uh, just basically just saying you know things that we basically are seeing now on the field about how he's trash and how he you know can't really wow. cover and it's kind of coming to fruition you know I really don't associate with this team even though they are my squad regardless but goodness gracious on both sides of the ball we need some help we need some help even though we did play a Philly team who I believe is the best team in football right now we'll get we will definitely get into that later but man it was bad bro I'm sorry not Philly yeah but it's I'm Cowboys. tripping Cowboys. that was last week yeah Cowboys. that was last week be down in Dallas so speaking of Dallas like is Cooper Rush new QB1 in Dallas no <laughs> Let's cut that noise right now But come on bro Like The fact that Man's four knows The fact started. that The fact that the media Is even trying to make this And a thing I think is kind of Disrespectful You know what I'm saying But it But at the same time It might It might you know Pep up like Dak's competitive spirit Or whatever Because You know he definitely Hasn't been looking at himself When he has been healthy You know so hopefully He comes back fully healthy And actually ready To take over the team Because Cooper Rush Has done a good job He's done a really good job Jerry Jones is the type of dude To be like look man We just gonna go with the hot hand bro Right And if it gets nasty You still got that You know what I'm saying Let him rest up Ice up Let him rest You know every week He's not playing He's getting stronger And we're still winning So But honestly I'm I'm getting surprised By this season By my own team The Falcons keep winning games And I don't know how Mariota has been playing awful. I wouldn't say awful. Cordell Patterson has been playing amazing. Serviceable Mariota. Serviceable Mariota. But you had high hopes for him coming into the season. I told I you did. it wasn't going to be I that did great. have high hopes, but at the end of the day, they're playing 500 football through four weeks. Of- I didn't expect that coming into the season. Yes, like yes you can You can uh, say Cordell Patterson was a star. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's he definitely rushing right now. He definitely, he definitely is. He's definitely the heart of that offense. But Mariota is still a quarterback. But here comes the slide because he's now out on IR. Where he's got to have knee surgery. We don't mm. really have a adequate backup. Algier is okay, but he ain't no RB one, and neither really is Cordell Patterson. But he's just cooking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got a second year tight end that's supposed to be a stud. He's not getting no looks. Uh, what is wrong Kyle with Pitts. him? I don't even think it's him. I think it's just the to play calling scheme. I don't know a combination with the poor play of Mariota. 
Drake London is still somewhat getting his in this terrible. But I just don't know. Like, are they not like game? Are they not game planning him in? I don't know. I don't know how you don't use a all world tight end more in a game like this. Especially when you can play off play action, have him in a slot against like, linebackers. I the, don't the understand. Mismatches are crazy. Why aren't we drawing up more shit from him? That doesn't make sense to me. But either way, we etched out the game against the Browns and. Uh, you which know, was a which was a good win. Win, win, win another game on the foot of young young Hoku. Hey, shout out to young Ho. Got to keep it on my side. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we really want to break down some uh, quarter season awards. You know who's our MVP, offensive player of the year, that type of stuff. So, um, you know, most of the time MVPs go to the quarterback. So I'm I'm curious to know. Who was your MVP so far? MVP so far for the way too early season awards. I'm going with the obvious pick in Josh Allen. I feel that. And prior to Sunday, I was going to go with Lamar Jackson. Really? But well, I mean that too because it's really a three horse race. Right? Just just to just to be fair, I was going to go Lamar Jackson prior to that matchup, but hey, they was down twenty. Zero, I believe, and came back and won that game twenty three to twenty. Yeah. So, I mean, a it was a quarterback quarterback matchup. The better quarterback I feel won. The Josh Allen pick because he's been one of those quarterbacks that's been dominating. He's been a stud, air. man. Not, not not only through the air but on the ground. You know, rushing. He's been yards a stud. Touchdowns. He's been a stud. him Lamar Jackson, but also my MVP pick. Pick Jalen Hurts because mm. the Eagles are still undefeated. They're four zero. And he's been leading this team to great heights, and he's definitely top five in overall yards, including passing and rushing. He's got, like, I think two or three rushing touchdowns to go along with, you know, four or five or six in the air. Well over 1,000 yards already. My man is cooking, and it's got the Eagles looking like a Super Bowl favorite right now. Absolutely. I have, I have again, I have Philly as the best team in football right now. But the only reason I have them is that, is that you also have to factor in their schedule and who and who they've played. I don't think they've really had a real test. I mean, to come back with the Jaguars in the rain. It's the Jaguars at the end of the day. It's I the mean, Jaguars at the end of the day against a second-year quarterback. It's the Jaguars. I'm sorry. It's not. I mean, yes, to come back and win that game is still like, damn, that's still very tough. And the Jaguars are still progressing and doing well, but like it's the Jaguars, bro. They played us. They played the Jaguars. Who else have they played? I think the Giants. Who who else did Philly play? Uh, oh, the Vikings. The Vikings, yeah, mm-hmm. the Vikings. In which big play slay absolutely shut down Justin Jefferson, and that segues into my defensive player of the year pick. Way too early. I'm going with big play slay. Just strictly off of that game? Honestly, honestly, strictly so, because week one, what happened? Nine catches, a buck 84, and two touchdowns. My man was terrorizing. Justin Jefferson was not playing. So to go from that to that, it was like, and it was low-key the blueprint, because you could tell in the following week, he didn't have a good game either. And who did did Minnesota play week three? Because he didn't have a good game. The Lions. Yeah, he had a shootout. It was a shootout, and he only had four points. As far as fantasy. So, again, I'm going with that. Again, 
coming back to my defensive player of the year, I'm going with Darius. Big play Slay. I think he's been in the league for a while, and I think the fact that he's still playing at a high level, you know, definitely a leader on that Philly team. Part of the reason that they are in this position, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I'm going with him. I think my pick might surprise you, but I am going with Khalil Mack right now. So, the Chargers defense does look a little suspect. They have a lot of injuries, but with uh, both on the other side, and uh, he's been taking advantage of his matchups. He's also, I think, leading the league in sacks. He has five sacks right now and a forced fumble. So, I'm going with Khalil Mack as my defensive player of the year this year. Okay. No, I respect so, that. No, I respect that. I respect that. Okay. Leading the way. Okay. So, we've had some pretty tough decisions. Well, not really for, I believe, rookies of the year. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to know who is your um, offensive player of the year. And I think we're going to probably agree on this decision. (laughs) My offensive player of the year through four games is Tyreek Hill. I say that because at this point, Tyreek Hill is quarterback proof. And we talked about this earlier this week. Um, Just from the standpoint of it doesn't matter who is throwing him the ball. Like, he can literally make any quarterback look good. Mm -hmm. Teddy Bridgewater came in that second half and threw for 200 yards and I think two, two touchdowns. In a half, and half of those yards belong to Tyreek Hill. <laughs> of course, the cheater. You know what I'm saying? And so, through four games, he leads. He leads the league in yards uh, with was it? I think 477, 477 yards. 477 yards. Um, he's uh, top three in targets. Yeah. You know, he's top five in catches, I believe. You know, and he's proving that a it wasn't Mahomes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think both of them are kind of proven they don't they, they don't necessarily need each other to be successful. Their yeah, their talent is going to shine regardless. So my offensive player of the year through four games, I'm definitely going with Tyreek Hill, and I know that's probably going to be a quarterback that's going to win it. But I, I like to be a little biased and go with like a running back receiver. So as far mm-hmm. as that's concerned, Tyreek Hill has definitely and 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 he's already broken records in Miami. Mm-hmm. I think he's I was just about to about to get into that. Yeah. So because I'm I'm agreeing with you because definitely Tyreek Hill is my offensive player of the year as well. Um, just for all of this, uh, he was saying just with the four games that he's played, Tyreek uh, Hill has already. He's the only player in franchise history with multiple ten catch games. 10-catch, 150-yard games. So he's the only player to do that twice in their history. In the franchise has already, and it's only been four games. Four games. So that tells you what he's been doing. And I'm also very excited to see what this does for Teddy Bridgewater's career, you know, because we don't know how long two is going to be out. You know, I think they're taking this concussion shit very serious now, as they should. Because honestly, he shouldn't have—he shouldn't have even mm-hmm. came back out to play that game. He shouldn't—he shouldn't have been out there for the yeah, for Cincinnati so game either. The independent uh, fall guy, neurologist, was fired. And he fall was guy, just definitely a fall guy for that. Fall guy. And somebody got to get fired for this we, shit. We were talking about that earlier. Talking about he missed steps and all this other stuff. But I we mean, already know that sometimes the team will, will pay those people off to just say like, "Hey, we need to get this guy back in the game," or they know what's up, and it's just like 
you have to to say yes, he's good in order for them to not like force you to lose your job. Type shit. I mean, it's sad for real. I feel sorry for Tua, man, because I feel like they they put him in a position where obviously if if it's left up to him, if it's left up to him, he's gonna want to play. He doesn't know any better. So it's up to these neurologists. It's up to these people that know better to be like, look, man, nah, you can't play. Regardless of what the fuck a football game outcome score is, this is somebody's life you're playing with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And anybody watching that game could obviously see. It wasn't no back issue. Mm-hmm. My man had a little CTE, <laughs> a little bout of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, prayers up for two of man. Definitely hope he returns. But... So, but yeah, back to Teddy Bridgewater. I'm very excited to see what. It's just speed, bro. He has so much speed at his disposal. Mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill on one side, Jalen Waddle on another side, yeah. Cedric Wilson in the slot. Yeah, and then bro, you got, uh, Mostert in the back. Mostert in the backfield. Yeah, Gasecki can get hot, like bro. This is a this is a fully loaded offense. So for Teddy Bridgewater, I'm very excited to see how he moves forward with this or whatever. You know, this could be his career. His new his new found. This could be his career game. revival right here. Exactly. But um, getting back to the awards here, um, I do want to know because it was it was a toss up for this was kind of probably my hardest decision here on an offensive rookie of the year. Offensive rookie of the year, I went with. Drizzy Drake, London. Wow, talk to me. Yeah, two and two through four games. I think he's a huge part of that. Even though Mariota has not put up impressive numbers, I think a majority of those yards have gone to Drake London. He has been productive. He has scored in the majority of the contest. And as a result, the team is competitive in their division. All teams sitting at two and two in that division. And to me, that's that's a win. So I think, again, Drake London has proven his worth, has proven his value, and will only get better as he continues his rhythm with Mariota. I'm happy if Falcon is getting some recognition on this podcast. And I think Mariota's going to get better, Outside man. of myself. I'm loving this. I'm loving this. <laughs> as a Falcon But fan. I didn't even go with him. That's what's crazy. I went with, I went with Damian Pierce. Uh, that's a good one, though. Um, just strictly on stats, just because right now he has well over 300 – Total more uh, total yards mm. um, from scrimmage, and nobody else really has more than like 250, 275 with the two touchdowns, and everybody has like two touchdowns. Garrett Wilson, the uh, Alaves, the um, the Drake Londons of the world. Mm. So all of those guys really are just kind of a toss up. He just came out in the yardage for me. He had a little more total yards over the over the, the course of. The I mean, season. if you go strict, strictly on. Yards, then yeah, I understand. But I'm going also. You guys, you have to factor in team success too, and how that person is necessary. Are are the Texans? They're competitive. He's a part of that. Have they won a game yet? No, I don't think so. Then yeah, I'm sorry. Trash. But yeah, (laughs) that's a good one though. That's a good one though. All right, we gonna move on to defensive rookie of the year. Too early. I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. I think he's been a beast. Even though that De- even though that Detroit defense hasn't necessarily looked good at all, I think Aiden Hutchinson himself has kind of stood out. 
You know what I'm saying? Through four games, he has a total of seven tackles. How many sacks this man got? And three sacks. Three sacks through four games. I think all of that was against, oh, yes, of course, against Washington. <laughs> the commanders ain't commanding shit. But we ain't, ain't going to talk about that, man. It is what it is. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson. I think um, he's going to be a fine player in this league. And, yeah, that's my pick. Who you going with? I'm agreeing with you 100%, Aiden Hutchinson. Um, strictly off the commanders game, bro, because, like, it was, it yeah, that was, was definitely a, a, a dominant performance. And it was just, it, it, for you, it was just, like, one of the soul games, like you said, for, for Big Play Slater, just kind of sold me on him for right now. He, he He's it. He's definitely was worth the number two overall pick, and he, he is showing it, bro. He is showing it. Uh, so yeah, that might I believe that wraps it up for uh, quarter season awards. No, no, we still have. Oh no. Um, so we still have most improved or most improved? or comeback player of the year. I don't know what they call it. Oh, comeback. And then I'm, I'm a, and then I'm also gonna do surprise team like the team that surprised you. Through okay, go ahead and give your your comeback because I don't really have a comeback player of the year. I would say, or like, I, I know it's not a real award, but mm-hmm. I'm just say a player who I feel like has shown a huge um, progression. And outside of this game, I'm gonna go with Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence has taken command. <laughs> that's funny. Has <laughs> taken command of. Um, of that Jacksonville offense, I think he's looked efficient. I think he's looked. I think he he has the fastest like drop back, get the get the ball the fuck out of there, out of any quarterback in the league right now. <laughs> I love that terminology. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the I forgot the official terminology, but <laughs> get the fuck out of there. <laughs> he be down set. I'm go- like right. he don't allow defenses to get to him. Now right. again, that doesn't include this. The most recent game where he turned the ball over five times and looked like the rookie he really was, mm-hmm. but they've been competitive and I'm and I, it's it's been very exciting to see, very exciting to see. So that's gonna be my kind of like most improved player. The Jaguars have been extremely competitive in there. That is why they're kind of my surprise team okay. right now. So. They've just been such a turnaround from the complete disaster with Urban Meyer. And, yeah, Urban Meyer is such and, a bad coach. That stuff wow. last year, you know, winning only like two games, and now they're actually competitive in each and every game that they play in. So yeah. this is kind of – That defense is crazy, it's too. It's looking really good. And Shout Kevin out Lawrence, Doug Peterson. You know, it's looking like the prodigy that he could be. Shout out Doug Peterson, the quarterback coach. Exactly. The quarterback coach whisperer. I'm trying to tell you. Doug Peterson has got the, these boys playing well, man. I'm, I'm – I'm happy the Jaguars can be like a little bit more competitive. I definitely forward. think he's turning that organization into something respectable. So mm-hmm. excited to see what they do, you know, moving forward, for sure. And and your uh, most improved team? Um, no, I didn't. No, no, I put most improved player. Oh, so yeah, I was Trevor Lawrence. I, oh, I, I was gonna say my like surprise team, yeah, my yeah, little yeah. surprise team. My surprise team. I was. I'm saying Detroit. Detroit is my surprise team because I just thought they was gonna be better. And I know that that's crazy to say. Hey, you thought they was gonna be better than what they are now, bro? Yes. 
Wow. It's they're it's it's my surprise team because they're good and they're bad. They're want, very good and they're very bad. You wanna know why? Because they're literally number one in offense and dead last in defense. And that's what I mean. It's like for the for the for the past few game for the past four games they've been it's been like shootouts, they score points. So from an offensive side of the ball they've been great. Jared Goff has been playing great football. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna hold you. Jared he Goff plays, has been. He play, I do notice he does play a lot better at home. They've had you know yeah home that games. defense can't stop nothing though. Shootout with the that Vikings defense can't stop nothing. So that's my surprise team. They was on hard knocks this year. I thought they was gonna you know mm-hmm. take that step maybe. I mean everybody that comes on hard knocks thinks they're about to have a great season just <laughs> flat out dumb. yeah you had one good year nigga. they need to have a hard knocks for the commanders I want to see that please please investigating no. the owner all on hard knocks no we need please it. God Mm-mm. we need it super good on that <laughs> so who you got going to the Super Bowl early Early, too early. Okay. Too early Super Bowl. Like okay, that. so I think we both can agree, like, definitely the Eagles look the best in the NFC. Eagles, okay. And AFC, it's t- it's really kind of... It's kind of tough because I really want to go back and forth. Bills, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs, Bills, Chiefs. And I'm going to just go Chiefs right now because... I do believe Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. I believe they had the better team, better coach. So I'm definitely going to lean Chiefs. Well, yeah, nah. I'm definitely agreeing with you. It's definitely not going to be um, the Rams this year. That, that offensive line looks very shaky for them. And the, Very shaky. No run game. And the racism that's going on in there. Is Let's just, talk about it, I man. I mean, at this point, we need to. The targets. It, the, the targets speak for themselves. I mean, Matthew, point, what is going on here? Uh, it's nasty. Allen Robinson has how many targets on the season, though? Was it 12? He, 12 targets. Okay. This is hilarious. Through through Monday Night Football. Through game. Monday Night Football, Allen Robinson had 12 targets in three games. Right? Mm-hmm. In 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 week four, they played San Francisco. Correct. And Tyler Higby had 12 targets in that game alone. That's insane. The tight end had more targets than you. I think in one Cooper game Cup had like 20 targets. Yeah, of course. Matthew Stafford threw one of the ugliest pick sixes I've ever seen in my they life. They are paying him. I ain't money. never seen somebody throw a pick six on a screen like that so easily. But you had just said it right before he threw the pick, though. How do you how do you stop Cooper Cup if everybody in the building knows you, the ball going to Cooper Cup? You jump around on Cooper Cup when the screen is coming and take it to the house. It's, I mean, at this point, it's crazy. But, again, Cooper Cup is a dog, though. You know, Cooper Cup is a dog, and he does get that separation. So you gotta, you definitely have to to feed him as a wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? He's definitely tough, but I mean, damn, spread the ball around. Ben Skoranek has more targets than him. Ben Supersonic. Oh, there's Lord. there's third receiver or whatever he is filling in for Van Jefferson right now. Yeah, that's pretty. They're paying Allen Robinson forty six and a half million dollars over the next three years <laughs> to only catch fades from the goal line. Hell no, I'm not paying no jump ball receiver $40 million, $46 million. Well, whose fault? I mean, is that a fully 
Guaranteed contract? I'm not sure it's not fully guaranteed, but thirty million of it is guaranteed. Bro, it's a it's a dirty game, man. At the end of the day, bro. I don't know if Allen Robinson has fell off or if Matthew Stafford is just that racist. <laughs> it's a tough call. I don't know. He had a thousand yard season with terrible quarterbacks like Blake Bortles and Mitchell Trubisky. He's not a trash receiver. He's a good receiver. He's actually jolly like a dog. For real. He's just never played with anybody good. I mean, now, Until now, now, presumably so. I mean, it's again, it's the it's and the way to the it's the way too early. Only on good black receiver on a team with a racist quarterback. He's the only. Well, Van Jefferson is injured, right? Yeah. So literally, they only have white receivers and tight ends. They have Higby, Supersonic, That's Cooper Cup, and that that makes our point. So I mean. Is it racist? If I mean, if this, if there's four receivers on the field, one is black and three is white. But this, you would as assume your, as your number two guy, you would assume that twenty five percent of those targets will go to him. But I'm saying for him to not, the percentage not even look <laughs> like a number two percentage in terms of targets, yeah. like. When the third guy, really your fourth they need to guy, have one of those, is getting like, the same uh, amount of targets as you, they need to have a Robert Woods game. Remember last season, mm-hmm. like three touchdowns and like, like no, it wasn't even a three touchdown oh. game. They had he, it was just one game. It just they force fed the hell out of Robert Woods. He had like sixteen right catches that game. It was ridiculous, but it was very like a, it was very like a point to make Robert Woods the focal point of that game. And I think that's what they need to do with Allen Robinson just to get his motor going, get his confidence back up. Because right now they obviously are staring down Cooper Cup, and it's too much. Matthew Stafford, we know what you're doing, bro. Come on, bro. Because this really is do better. It's, it's Cooper Cup or die in that offense, and defense are starting to hone it in and and, and attack on special occasions. Like because Cooper Cup is still going to produce, but he don't need – I don't think he needs 15 to 20 targets a game. He doesn't need that. Like, Cooper Cup can, can produce on 10 yeah. targets. He can because be he's going to get separation on, like, seven of those. I would definitely be giving him, like, 12 or 13, maybe 14. <laughs> but 20 is crazy. <laughs> that nigga's crazy. Yeah. I'm just saying, bro. Cooper Cup is a dog, though. Is Cooper Cup in your top five as far as receivers? I guess he has to be now, right? He has to be. Triple crown season. Like I, I don't know if he's one, but he may even be top three. Why wouldn't he be one if he just had a triple crown season? Who better? Who's 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 the best receiver in football right now? Talk about it. Mm. Uh, Devontae Adams? I think if you're going solely based on last season, coming into this season, yes, I would say Devontae Adams. But through four games, no. No. I don't think he's the best. And I don't think no, Tyreek Hill is necessarily the best. I feel like he's the best, too. Four no. <laughs> Stephon Diggs? You think Stephon Diggs is the best receiver through four games? He's definitely in the running. I mean, he definitely is up there as far as yards. I mean, he's playing with an MVP candidate quarterback. He's going to be force-fed. He's the number one guy. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, can we shout out Saquon Barkley real quick, man? Yeah. Cause I definitely thought his I definitely thought his career was done. He leads the league doing in rushing it right with now. With this shitty offensive line. He's with the same shitty offensive line, but like you could tell he's healthy, he's bouncing, like mm-hmm. bro, he's he's good now, bro. I definitely I, I definitely I'm glad he's with back, it. but I'm just hoping he can make the whole season, you know? I mean again, 
He looks good, dog. He looks good. Through four games, he leads the league. He's had monster games. You know what I'm saying? So, I definitely feel like... And that New York Giants defense, I'm trying to tell you, that New York Giants defense... Looking pretty good. ...is very good. I think they're very good. If Daniel Jones can limit his mistakes and stop playing like a dumb person... Yeah, and I don't think that's going to happen. So, they're just going to be a mediocre until they find somebody better under center. I just don't understand why the leash is so long on this boy. You know why. <sighs> we don't have to say it. We just talked about it. Racist. And on that note, we're just going to wrap it up. Yes, sir. We're in the note on racism. Don't do it. <laughs> End racism. It'd be, it be on the back of their helmets. Right. This, this man is still throwing, throwing the Cooper Cup every... Throwing the Cooper Cup every <laughs> Like, play. bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> End racism.